Welcome to episode two of Two Man Game. Yes, yes, yes. With your host Mello and Josh. We're going to talk about some uh, interesting topics today. Indeed. So, what do you want to kick it off with? You know, we got. You know, we said we talk about boxing. We didn't talk about it too much last week, so I think yeah, it's advisable we should talk about it now. Yeah, it's very key that we introduce boxing to our fans out there, especially our intensive boxing fans. We, you know, we don't want to forget about you guys. I mean, just to kick it off, we're going to talk about obviously, the, you know, the main thing about boxing right now that's, you know, grabbing all the headlines mainly, especially to the casual fans, really. So, we're talking about uh, Mike Tyson's exhibition fight with Roy Jones Jr. Is it merely gripping the fans like that? Um, it's because obviously, you know, boxers are at a standstill. They're trying to find out what they can do to, in order to maximise revenue and profit. Is the, what's the, I don't know, you know, the issue with boxing for me is just like, it has no direction. Yeah, boxing is unlike UFC and Dana White, it doesn't have um, like a, a universal board that control everything. So boxing has all individual stakeholders. Every day I hear WBC, something BC, that's yeah, belts. Ideally, they need, I'd say, max two belts they should have. Well, now they have like four world championship belts. They've got the WBC, you've got the WBO, you've got the IBF. It's just too much. You've not been the state, you've got the WBA, you've got a, um, what's it called? You've got a regular champion, you've got a franchise champion, they're just taking a fist to it. It's so saturated. Uh, it's anyway, saturated. Let's, let's talk about it. So I think the, the fight's been delayed, hasn't it? Yes. Um, so obviously coronavirus and all of these things. Yeah. And I, I wanted to say something. Do you know what? Coronavirus hasn't ended a lot of businesses. All it has done is like, it sped up the process to which a business has ended. You know, if your product is not good, it'll, it'll crumble it's, it's now. You come out of there. If your product is good, if your product is good, even in coronavirus times, they will still you can be adaptable, you're still yeah. yeah you're still adaptable. So we move on to this. Let's talk about boxing. Um, Tyson and Jones. Um, so they're both over fifty. Yes. So is there really any appeal to it's still appeal because Matt Tyson has the fascinating abilities to still generate interest at his age. People want to see Matt Tyson. Even if he's not boxing, he's talking. The way he talks, he knows he's got his funny little accent and the mannerisms. He's just, Mike Tyson screams entertainment. And so, obviously, with that clip coming out, um, I'll say six to eight weeks ago, with him, you know, showing it's still, he's still explosive, he's still got power, still energetic, and, you know, mm. if anyone gets hit by one of those punches, you're going down. You, didn't, you don't think there's any risk that he's, like, endangering himself? Like, he's he, he's so old now. Yeah. He's 54 years old. Like, my pops is around that age. If he, if he held a bang in me, he's not waking up from that, is it? Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a thing. Yeah. Like you're, you're getting old five times undefeated. Of course, of course, five times undefeated, as we all know. But that's why the safety aspect is um, they're going to do, obviously, do the risk assessments. And Matt Tyson, they got past the medicals. But I feel the key fact is that they're both close in age. Even though their primes for Matt Tyson was late 80s and early 90s, and for Roy Jones, you know, was the late 90s, and in the 2000s, but they're still only three years apart, and that's because I if I remember correctly, Mike Tyson didn't go to the Olympics like Roy Jones did. So yeah, he did. He got a silver medal, is it? 1988? 1988, Seoul Olympics. He got robbed. Watch that. I want to attach the link at the, um, at the bottom of the description because I, that was a travesty. I don't know how he got robbed. And I, well, to be fair, look, you talk about the stats. He's, you know, Tyson is like ranked by ESPN as the hardest hitting heavyweight of all time. Yeah. He's like 16th in the rank for pound for pound boxers of all time. Whereas yeah. jo- Jones, Ju- Jones Jr. has like been one of the best boxers of times. He's won plenty of awards. They are star study, but they fought like over 50 fights. Like the toll of all those fights in their body is just. I don't think it makes a great spectacle. I'm, uh, although Tyson in himself is a celebrity. Tyson's a celebrity in boxer circle. Roy Jones Jr. is a celebrity. I mean, obviously. Um, Tyson, if you go through his accolades, you know, youngest heavyweight of all time at the age of 20. Do you know how crazy that is? Mm-hmm. As a 20 year old fighting grown men, 
not just regular going where you find the biggest of biggest men and you're just knocking them folks out. I mean, that's what Matt Tyson was. Uh, you also got Roy Jones Jr., a four-weight world champion. Uh, you could make a strong case of him being actually the GOAT. You could. Um, different up there. You could make a case for him being the GOAT. You could, you could. I'll go. His record is like, what, 66 wins, nine losses. You could, you could, but I wouldn't necessarily put him there. If you, especially Prime Matt Roy Jones Jr. Prime Roy Jr. Pound for pound? Pound for pound, Prime Roy Jones Jr. was up there with anyone. I'll say that outright. Up there, I won't necessarily use the good overall, but Primo Junior was at I'm, his best. You know what? Up Me not being a boxing corner, I've never, I've never really heard his up, name in these conversations. There, I heard Pacquiao, I heard Mayweather. That's more, hey. that's more recent. Roger Junior, you know, you know Cigarette. He's back in uh, what's it called? Like I said, late nineties, um, mid to late nineties, then um, um, early two thousands. And so yeah, he's the only guy you know from middleweight or for last hundred six years to get win a championship belt at middleweight or championship belt and go to heavyweight win a championship belt. You know what's even intriguing? They were supposed to have a fight after he beat um, I can't remember his name for the world heavyweight championship belt. Um, the, what year was this? This was like two thousand three. Well, Tyson was done. Tyson was done back then, but it was talk about him having a fight, but never you know materialized. Mm. So yeah. So if you were to put your early, let's put your yeah your your early prediction in the fight, what would you say? I'll, I'm leaning to. Uh, Roy Jones probably because he's fought uh, more recently so he's fought um, as, as early as 2018 like, uh, I've heard Jones Jr. saying that he's going to try and like tie a tie and to be fair Roy Jones Jr. even though he's not he's not fought heavyweight competitively like consistently he is the better fighter mm. if you consider everything like you know mm. he has an unorthodox like um, style it's, it's very dependent on you know physical attributes like quickness and and hand speed but he also has a very big, uh, strong IQ whereas mm. Matt is more peekaboo more um, aggression slash caution. He's more trying to get out of there. So you don't think Tyson will come out firing? Because you no, know when I when I see Tyson, it's so intense. I'm even scared. I'm not even there. <laughs> yeah, you're probably gonna get hit through this game. Yeah. He will, but what Jones, you know, he has ability to counter punch. He's got a stronger IQ, and I lean to guys who have a stronger IQ, but also have knocker power as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I might have. Oh, no, no, no. Let's talk in regards to boxing. Why you didn't say yours? I'm gonna lean towards Jones, Jones Junior. As for the same fact that he's fought more recently and his game's more predicated on speed and power uh, from what I've read and his tactics seem like it would work against Tyson because I think Tyson has so much raw passion and emotion that he will at the end of the day whatever his tactical threat is going to be mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's, it, that emotion is going to take that out of it you know how that happens in sports yeah Roy Jones had a bit of everything man it's unfortunate that um, he got disqualified that fight um, which was his first loss because he could have been undefeated for a while but mm-hmm. no, we'll go into more details the fight draws closer yeah. I don't know, I saw today, oh, was it maybe on Monday? Yeah. AJ and uh, White drawing. Ah, uh, just. Why is White not getting the credit in the heavyweight division that I personally think he deserves? It's because they've done him day. He's been WBC mandatory for whatever thousand years. Johnny Wilder was stringing him along, fighting. You know, Wilder is a, Wild a bum. I've got to say that, he's a big bum. Yeah. He's fine. Where's, what was it? It's like he's Nigerian. Ah. Get out of there, man. All Nigerians are from the from the wild. Tell him to get out of there. Trying to get the African, you know, the market, you know what I mean? But they ain't buying it. They buy Annie Joshua, and and they should do because Annie Joshua, you know, he's um he's the better fighter than um, than Wilder, to be honest. But more going to Wilder and when we've got Annie Joshua and why, um yeah, he's been he's been um, overlooked in terms of fighting fighting for the world WBC. Mm. They allowed um, Wilder to fight Ortiz twice over. People who say he's even the same age as Roger Jr. and Mike Tyson's like 50, but you know. It's funny because I think Wilder's been running away from White because I believe that White has a chance. White can beat him, yeah, of course. White can beat him and he's been running away from him. That, that left hook from White, ooh, that left was naughty. But I don't think White can beat Fury and Joshua, so that's the issue that he, he has could, there. He could potentially beat Joshua, 
and he also could also be Fury. It'd be hard to be Fury, but Fury. Um, yeah, it can be. It can be just because just was a lifestyle done. You know, he's always no, posting, just, doing all these things. Josh, 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 done. Josh is very dedicated. Come on, let's not take the piss. But I just feel Tyson Fury's skill base, and he's a fighting man. He's right now is the top of the tree for me. You think Joshua has the technical abilities to beat a Fury, or technically he will lose to Fury. But he does have the he does have the combination of everything. He has a but, but he has some technical deficiencies that why could play on. Yeah, yeah. White, White could beat him as well. But White could also beat Tyson Fury. And that's why the division is still... You think White could beat... I think Fury... Fury, Fury, Fury is the best in my opinion, but White could be. It's not impossible. Like, White has a good chance. Joshua, in my opinion, has a better chance. The reason that... Even though yeah, Tyson is, that, Fury, is that chance... Is it, what's it called? A punches? No, no. Everyone has a punches. No, not punches. Like, White and, and Joshua have legit chances. You think they have... A, but if everyone's at their best, my money goes on Fury. Everyone's at their best. So if we were to rank... Let's say we rank the four. Yeah. Uh, um, Fury, White... Joshua and Wilder, how do you rank them? I go Fury, I go AJ, I go White, and I go Wilder. White's CV is better than Wilder's, in my opinion. He's mm. beat Chizora twice, he's credible heavyweight. He's beat Joshua Parker, former champion. He's beat Oscar Rivas, a strong contender. He's beat Hellenius, another strong contender. Um, and uh, I forgot to talk. Other guys in his regiment are, are certifiable. I couldn't disagree with your top four in, in the order that you've given it. But I, I do see, there's a, I think there's a gap between one and two. I think the gap between one and two is as big as the gap between two and four. No, no. Fury has a slight edge, but Joshua's uh, resume is deeper. Fury's resume is more top heavy. Fury, you can only make an argument, argument for Fury having a bad TV because he beat Wilder and Wilder was the third What would you rather have? Quality or quantity? No, but Joshua has very good fighters. Fury has obviously Klitschko before Klitschko was defeated for a long time. Even though Joshua has Klitschko, but Joshua, you could argue, he has a, a defeated version of Klitschko, let's mm. just say. And um, even though you could argue, but yeah, let's just go with that one. Yeah. Um, but um, Joshua has a deeper resume of quality fights. So you've got White, you've got Parker, you've got um, Andy Ruiz, you've got um, you got Pavekin as well. He was the guy that he knocked out quickly and he was just there smiling off. He was the world champion at that time. That's when heavyweight oh, boxing. What's called Prince Charles Martin. <laughs> you got he came there to smile. You got a, yeah, you got a lot, you got a lot of guys on Joshua's CV and Joshua because he's only for like twenty two fights. He's been fighting top top class fighters, okay. you know, from early. Fury's got like 30 fights, it's taken him a while to get to this day. Joshua went bang, 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 bang. Mm. Okay, yeah. does Povetkin have any chance in beating him? Um, he has a slim chance, but Povetkin is what you say, would have a, just over a punch of chance. He has, still carries power, mm. he's still a wily individual, still a bit of experience. Not his best, his past is best, I won't argue, but if White doesn't take him seriously, he can get clipped and, you know, it can be, it can be all she wrote. It'll be good night, Irene! Uh, I'm looking forward to that fight. Um, boxing's back, baby. I'm, I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited. You think this new chapter of boxing is uh, it's I good mean, for the new fans? Um, worth waiting. See, obviously, I wanted to go to a boxing fight. Uh, I went to my mate's one, uh, Elliot Will, upcoming fighter, you know, potential world champion, two and zero in the lightweight division. Ooh, I went we're looking to, to have him on the show one time. We are right? looking, Elliot. We're, we're talking to you, my boy. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, yeah. So I feel, you know, obviously the, the live gate is not there anymore. So they're looking for ways to make more money. And obviously boxing is very, I hate to say it's corrupt and it's very money driven. Mm. And so they're trying to be very um, adaptable and in, you know, into, into, yeah. what's called ingenious to make new ways for making money. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's switch gears onto yes. basketball. Yes. I yes. see you're wearing a, a shirt today. Mellow Bayless. The GOAT. Mellow Bayless today. I have to wear this, I have to rock it out, man. You know, AJ, uh, shout out AJ, the GOAT. 
Tell MJ to give me some Jordan ones. That's what yeah, tell him to give me some Jordan ones as well. I need some fresh jeans. I got some coming Friday, some lows. This guy's doing promotion. Don't I don't know what he's doing there. This is another place. No free promotion for Melo today. Let's talk about one of the most engaging. You wouldn't think he's engaging, would you? It's kind of come just out of nowhere. He's got a funny giggle, doesn't he? But he does have a lot of um, substance to it, to be fair. So that's why we're going to debate it. I saw a video of him dressed like a uni boy. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Keys in the bottom? Yeah, bowl. that's right, man. He's just Kawhi, the claw, Leonard, you know, just a normal Number guy. two. He's boring, but he gets the job. Let's done. talk about number two. So I've I recently been seeing on the basketball, in the basketball sphere that it's a discussion that he might be a top five of all time player. Um, yeah, the discussion, I think, for Colin Coward's um, show, he said that if Kawhi was to win the championship and be a fans MVP, making him the first guy to win on three different teams, so that will be Toronto, will be Spurs. It's the same as LeBron, isn't it? It's the one option as well. He will make him a top five player. I think he had um, LeBron, Magic, MJ and Wilton and then Kawhi. For me, that's too much. I mean, it will set a great foundation for Kawhi to eventually break into there, but he's got to do a lot more. He's, you know, he's only become a, a top-level player-ish for last four or five seasons and one of the seasons he missed and also you know it's very well, low well, management they say yeah but let's let, if we like look, delve deeper into the topic and we do talk about Kawhi and all the things that Kawhi has done yeah his resume is is amazing it's elite it's, it's, it's an elite resume I would say he's arguably the greatest developmental project oh, in the NBA right, right, you right. even forget that he, he played in the finals before he won that one I think it was in 2012 yeah and you know, he missed a free throw, yeah. a key free throw at the end of that game. Yeah. You know, that can happen to a lot of players. He breaks them. Look it's at Danny true. Green. Danny Green, he's not, he's, you know, some people think he's arguably a winner, but he's been carried his whole career. He plays poorly in those kind of big games. Up and down, he's a role player. He's a role player. I don't care, man. I don't like Danny Green. He's yeah. a role player. But I would say Kawhi is the, the greatest developmental project in NBA history. Um, what about sports? He's up there in all sports. A player that come from nowhere. To become a player of Nova that has great potential to definitely be in top 10 all time. Remember, still on who, who, who in any other sport can you even compare? Development. Well, Vardy came from nowhere. Mm. Kante. Kante's way up there, yeah. Is he development? I just think Kante was just put in the right system at the right time. Like, that's not. You saw Kawhi from a puppy grow into the player that he is. I came from a puppy to a big dog. That's true, that's true. I mean, Kante, he proved not just the right system, he proved that ever at Leicester, you know. But they're technically the best player, Oki Morris. Went to Chelsea, was arguably their best player in their title season, back to back title, was the first guy to do it on two different teams. It's World Cup, they win. So, but that's from obscurity. Like, Kawhi's always been in the basketball combo conscience. So you've known about Kawhi. He's been on the Spurs with Pop. That's true. I mean, he developed a lot. You mean, people might sneeze at this. Ronaldo's development stories were good as well. Cristiano? You know, very inspirational. I think it was always been a, he's always been talent, a, yeah. ta- a talent. Yeah, it's true. But I don't, speak, don't think people expect him to become this good. But yeah, it's very true. Oh, wait, let me think. It's, it's, it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah, we can, we can go back, back to that. To that. Um, but yeah, Kawhi in himself, he's a winner. And yes. I think it comes not only from maybe his own mental mind, but it's the systems that he's come from. Mm-hmm. When you're around the Spurs system, you win. I think he's one of the most winningest players in the league. He's like won seventy, he wins seventy six of all the games he plays. Seventy percent, percentage, yeah, I believe it's highest. It's, it's, uh, he wins, and he just he just contributes to winning basketball. Yeah. And now that he's also that his numbers also have caught up to the to yeah. the winning. You can arguably say maybe he is a top top 
five, maybe top, top five, ten. Surely, surely. Top, top ten, fifteen. Five. If he wins this, right now I have him twenty, twenty-five roughly. But top ten, if he wins this, he's between that ten, fifteen. But he is in it. He is in a esteemed company. Like I think him and Jordan are the only people to win Finals MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and All Star Game MVP as well. So those are the only two. Yeah. Um, He's only he's part of the only six players in the postseason to score over seven hundred points, and in that group is LeBron, AI, yep. Shaq, yep. Hakeem, Michael Jordan, and you. When you're mentioning those kind of names, it's you know you're It's it's crazy, and he's, he's got the fir- last postseason. He had the third most points in a postseason ever, behind Jordan and LeBron. I so mean, when you when you look okay. at the stats and you see those kind of things, um, you can just say Kawhi is. is He's up, and go, he's up there. He's going to be there. I mean, I just need more time for him to, you know, fill out his resume. His resume is really top heavy, but we need more... I think yeah, Kawhi right now, if you were to level. tell me, if we had to pick a draft of players, I'm picking Kawhi first. So you're saying pick, Kawhi's the best player in the game? Ka- Kawhi's the best player in the basketball right now. But it's not like he, there's a distance. It's close, it's comparable. You can compare LeBron, you can play, compare Yanis. You can compare... No, not AD, he doesn't have dog in him. Yeah, KD, it's the, it's KD, is KD yeah. There's those four yeah. stand out. If you had asked me before KD's injury, actually, if you had asked me last time, I would have said KD because I remember in that finals, he was injured. Nah. It was half injured. He came KD's, out there, dropped 12. You say KD's the best? KD was the best player last year. And it's clear, he's been the best player for the last three seasons. Uh, but you know, he's got the LeBron media, you know, they're always going to love him. LeBron media is going to love him. KD. KD's been better than LeBron. KD. Two years in a row, he stepped into LeBron. He said, LeBron, come here. I want you <laughs> in this switch. I want you in this switch. LeBron, come here. Put your hand up. Yeah. And he's still here. And who's riding shotgun? And who's riding um, backseat? And who's riding up backseat? Who's riding backseat for LeBron? Kyrie. 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 Kyrie's up one in one yeah, championship. Yeah, Kyrie's K-Love. Okay, yeah, Kyrie's good, of course. But Steph is better than him. Clay Thompson is easily better than um, Kevin Love. And you can even argue Jalen Green's better than Kevin Love as well. No, it's not. You could, you could argue that when they play each other, Jalen Green has much more impact than Kevin Love. Yeah, impact, but and Kevin Love is a better player than it. And then it's, it's, it's a, it's a, we can talk about this another day about LeBron doesn't make players around him better. It's a rumor. It's a rumor that it, that, that LeBron makes people around him better. LeBron makes the team win, but it doesn't make the, it makes the team win in his own fashion. Yeah, has not not making way. the people around him better. That's why Kyrie wanted no, no, to leave. He makes I don't think he makes elite level players better. He makes the lesser players that are catch and shoot guys, the role players. Role players, you ride shot over LeBron. Yeah, you're going far. That's why he lost Kyle Kuva. Kuvar, isn't he? Kyle Kuva, JR Smith, them sort of guys. You know, there's like yes, guys. LeBron. We catch and shoot that ball. That's what they want, man. Basic dunks. But going back to Kawhi, yeah, he's read off his stats. You know, 18.7 points a game, 6.4 rebounds, 2.7 assists, full goal, 49%, 3.38.3 for a career. Do you know how good that? That's official. So was it 49, 48, 85? It's just, it's just below that. 50, 49. 50, 49. He's, he's just about, he's still maintaining average more steals than five. I think there's a season where he shot 50, 44, 87. I think that's 14-15. Um, yeah, probably something like that, yeah. He has four all-stars, three all-NBAs, five all-time defense, two-time defensive player of the year, and his PR overall is 23.1. That's due to go up. So the condition on, on this is that he wins this final. He wins he wins this final this year in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Some people have called it asterisk, and you can say he's a top... We will, you will say he's a top five player. Not top five, we turn to 15. But I reckon my time for this career would be maybe top five, yeah. Probably top five. I, I'm going to say he will be a top five player. I want to say top and, five. And That's when we look back on his career, we're going to look at his career on par with LeBron just due to the winning. Of course. 
Just yeah, because he was winning in projection, yeah, of course. We will look on his career in the same past LeBron. I can't put him top five yet, man. You, you know, he needs to do it for longer. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Let's talk about the bubble. You know, yeah. bubble basketball. Uh, what stood out to you? Um, the first, obviously the first thing that catches my eye will probably be TJ Warren. He's come out of nowhere. The bubble, the bubble MVP. Even though you know it's this big game against Jimmy Butler, uh, missed uh, missed the night. Yeah, it was a Monday, Monday night. Yeah, yeah, he just fell apart. Only averaged like twelve points and uh, what's it called? Five rebounds, twenty five percent from the field, five fourteen shooting. Do you know what's so funny? Jimmy Buck, Jimmy buckets or whatever. I, I've never been a Jimmy buckets. Jimmy B. He's he's been awful this year. Has he? he he's shooting. Is he doesn't shoot threes anymore. He averages like two threes a game. What's his percentage? He's shooting twenty five percent. Seriously? Yeah. It's crazy. He doesn't shoot threes. He just doesn't. For the last few years, he's been a above average um, three point shooter. He doesn't shoot, and that's limiting the Miami Heat. So all these people that believe the Heat will eventually cause trouble, you're just talking mess. You know, yeah. You just want to cause um, topics before the bubble. You know, everyone wants to have a little interesting thing for 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 basketball right now that's like before before bubble basketball started they were talking about the Celtics Celtics this Celtics that and then now the Celtics are here they're awful um what's what stood out to me is this um Lillard versus Pat Bev and PG that was and this CJ someone else said back back your boy back your boy Dame Dalla don't let him turn into Dame Nickel please Dame Nickel fam that's his name and Nickel. then the Phoenix Suns and the Raptors really, they really yeah, stood out yeah that's in my list as well also at a top level, I would say Kuzma has really impressed me a lot. Kuzma, Kuzma has impressed me a lot. Kuzma needs to step up to that third role for the Lakers. If he does, to be then the Lakers Clipper is 50-50. I don't... It's before not 50-50. If he does, it's 50-50. Before, I had it 60-40. But if he steps up and continues to play like he's playing, solid defence, you, you know, trust let me, let me trust make a good shot. Um, no, make a good shot and so make a good decision. You can just do that. You know, he's averaging 46.4% from the field, 43.6 from three. You know, he's, he's making good plays. He's very uh, disruptive on the defence. He's guarding guys well. People used to, you know, ISO him out. They're not doing that anymore as much. So you're encouraged by that. I was discouraged for the Lakers. Right. The Nuggets, um, they didn't play their starters in the whole twelve in the whole fourth quarter. And the game was a three-point game in the end. That, that's what happened. LeBron's playing 38 minutes in a meaningless game. AD's playing 35-plus minutes in a meaningless game. And you're only beating the Nuggets by, by five. I'm hearing guys I've never heard before. Guys that can't play with me on Sunday. PJ Dozer. That guy can't play with me on Sunday. <laughs> can't play with me in the park. And he's and he's there getting buckets on this team. The Lakers, if you can't defend, you're going to lose. And the Clippers' strength is perimeter on the perimeter yeah. shooting. And the Lakers' weakness is perimeter defense. It's not a good matchup at the moment. So you're gonna... And you even seeing teams, they are trying, they want to play the Lakers. If you see the, the model bit in the West where you've got um, the Rockets, Denver... Yeah. Um, Utah, OKC, they're all trying to vie for a position to get the Lakers in the second round. Oh, yeah, oh, between Lakers and, Lakers and Clippers, yeah, Clippers are the hardest team to, to play. Like, Clippers, they're more tenacious, even though their paint defense ain't as good as the Lakers, but the disparity from perimeter to paint is way bigger than this perimeter side of things. And so, but my main point is, I judge LeBron on the playoffs. And when the playoffs comes, inevitably, he rises to the challenge. He might not necessarily win the chip, but it will get you very close to winning or get to the final. And when that happens, I expect it to rise up. AD still waits to, to, I still have to see, but under the bronze guy's leadership, 
I expect them to do big things. So I expect guys, to... there's guys in our in our group chats that we share. There's, a, there's one guy particularly. He's always like, you have to see play off LeBron. You have to see LeBron. The, the real pressure is when you see LeBron. I don't believe in that LeBron pressure, man. No you more. Don't believe, no, you don't believe LeBron playoffs. No, 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 West anymore. You don't believe. Yeah, Yannis has got that power now. You don't believe in LeBron in the playoffs. That we are saying. I'm not believing in live live vote. You don't believe. I'm not believing in him in the okay. So in oh the next few episodes when we come back to this. What's it called? Yeah. We're going to readdress this. Well, playoff... Um, LeBron. See, for me, I'd have to see LeBron fail for me to not believe in him no more. Right, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, other guys, obviously Blazers, Dame Nichols being good for the most part, apart from the choke job with the free throws against the Clippers. Um, Luka Doncic has been doing his things. Four games are amazing. That's one of the best players uh, that you'll probably see. He's four games uh, in the bubble. He's been was well, he? He's getting unreal stat lines. What is it? Um, what did he get? Thirty nine. Was it how many rebounds? Nineteen. I don't know. His, his four games just amazing. Twelve. He sees passes that other people can't don't see. So what he does in the pick and roll, and it's a, a tendency of a great player when you're in the pick and roll is that you normally when you pick and the guy rolls to the basket, you have that player that rolls to the basket free, so you can get a lob. That's what Harden does when he gets those cheap assists. Right. Wait, 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 that because he's not fast and not particular got anything. I think he has a quick first uh, step. He's very tricky, little faint. I mean, his step back is is a bit of rare, but still you have to honour it. Um, he's very skilled. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's a twenty one. Like, what's his name? Like? So the future is Luca versus Giannis. I mean, I still think Giannis is better, but because Giannis on both sides of the ball, but I can see Luca, you know, especially with KP and that, I can see Luca, yeah, winning that battle in the future. Mm. Luca, has got Luca, Luca and KP. I'm not not sure about the two, the two of them. I was gonna say the two man game. Wait, wait, wait. I spent last episode you were saying they're gonna be winning. No, chips. no, I'm the not Europeans sure. That, that chip. I'm not sure if KP. See, this guy's gonna really be changing up his, his no, lines. No, no, no. This guy. I'm not, I'm not this sure guy, if KP is gonna be the best running mate for Luca. I still believe they can win, but I, I don't know if they will both reach their full potential. Who's I think KP will have to. Who's the best running mate for him then? Because KP is best the floor, big, guard. But I, no, I think KP can do a lot more. But I think he will have to alter his game in a way. He will still get his stats, but you won't see the best version of KP. Because well, he won't be handling the ball as much. Yes. But he will compromise to win, which is what you have I to mean, do. He doesn't, but to I, he doesn't need to handle the ball as much. I think there's a better one in mate. I mean, if Luka does, the only thing I can say, maybe Luka does need to feed him on a post, maybe, which he might have to do. But I think Luka's good for him. I think that's I really do. Oh, on another note, I want to talk about the boy Booker. Yeah. You know Draymond Green just recently got fined. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't like Draymond. Big mouth. Big mouth. He's not Steph Curry with the two hundred million. Draymond. Draymondo. Draymond is there. He's, uh, he's just there. Did, did you see when he went? He went on TNT with Charles Barkley. Yeah, I was shocked. Jordan. Because uh, he called him the what did he call him that? What's it? The fourth spice or something like that. He called him the fourth member in the in the boy band. And uh, Draymond was there. Oh, actually quite, it's good. It's entertaining TV, isn't nah, it? That's what it is all about. Entertaining TV. You know what I mean? They're really doing their thing. Um, but I was really intrigued and, you know, I found it so funny when he was cat- yeah. calling, um, what's his name, um, was calling uh, Charles Barkley out because Charles Barkley was saying, was saying something along the line saying, 
it's very hard for the better players to play when you know one of your other players can't shoot. And oh yeah, he wasn't calling him out though. I mean, he wasn't. They were feeling that PTSD. Feeling that PTSD because he's thinking, is it me? With a backpack on his back. Draymond yeah. could shoot. He could shoot for one season, and then he just disappeared and disappeared. Draymond could shoot. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know I use him on two K. The best version of Dave Draymond is Mwah, that guy. Could, it's real life, mate. He's a great so, player. I'm just gonna tell you that. You know what I mean? He can't. He can't really. Can't Let's, uh, so. But yeah, final shot to Suns, 6 and 0 in the, what's it called? Do you think the Suns are for, are for now and they're going to be good in the future or is this just future, bubble future. talk? I mean, they have to try and keep hold of Devin Booker. But I like A. A is looking good in the bubble. He's, he's come from a poor defensive player to a good one. Like, he's actually, yeah, maybe, yeah. he moves his feet, he can want to switch, he can guard. He have to tell us to be a good defensive player. He's, you know, he's, 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 I remember when he, they compared him to Embiid. Embiid wasn't having it, but, you know, Embiid and Simmons, I'm on their case this postseason. Yeah, I'm on this yeah, case. boys. I'm on their case. Your boys, Embiid and Simmons. And I'm saying, break them up. We're going to talk about this next week when we do our bubble. But break yeah. those boys up. Break, break them up. Break them up. Uh, I don't want to see them together. Simmons needs a Giannis set up. Simmons is, is, he, is he allergic to shooting? He's allergic. He's allergic know. to shooting. And Embiid is allergic to food. He's always there with his belly. He's, 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 he's a big things. man. He's a big man to be Don't getting get stomach aches. What? <laughs> big man to get a stomach Oh, a stomach Every time. That, that's not professional. Like no, that's professional sportsman. I don't want to see you get it's a stomach like a baby. He's a baby, man. Uh, yeah, man, that. that's good, though. But let's switch it up a little bit and we'll move on to football. We want to talk about football, you know? The this is what people like time. talking about football. Um, I, to be fair, I hate football. Well, I'm, okay. no, I'm well, a big fan football. of this. Well, I hate football. Stupid sport. Sport, man. Okay, I hate football. Tell this man to fix up, man. Those Arsenal boys fix up, man. Months. And anyway, let's talk about uh, the Newcastle fell, fell takeover. Yes. So I know this has been in the news a lot recently. Yes. What 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 are your initial thoughts on this? I just feel so sorry for the Newcastle fans, really, because you know they're set to get owners, Saudi-backed owners, who are going to be apparently fifteen times richer than Man City and their sheikhs um, mm. from Dubai or Qatar. I don't know which one specifically. That's astronomical numbers. Finally, come to a club. I mean. Immediately, Newcastle will become, uh, you know, top six, seventeen league. You know, got the right manager in to back him. It's just, I don't, not necessarily does money equal success. Not always, you need, but you need to invest it the right ways. You know, it takes a bit of time. But that amount of money, they would have been, they, they should have made some noise. You know, when they say make noise, Newcastle would have made noise. You don't think, um, you know, the Saudi Arabian takeover. There's a lot of like extenuating factors. You yeah, know, it's, it's very political. It's, it's the very, civil rights very, issue. Yeah. And then the intellectual property rights issue with them stealing games. You know, oh, yeah, sure. I hope that no one's watching this. I, I used to stream my games, <laughs> but now I'm doing it properly. I've got Now TV and all those things. So I used to stream my games. I'm not sure if, if that, maybe that's what they were doing. They were just streaming their games into live TV and yeah, stealing sure. money from the Premier League. But um, I just think it's, it's, it's not fair because Sheffield United have um, Saudi Arabian owners. Um, but no one's talking about it. It's just that it's for Newcastle. Like, they're only talking. No, because they're talking about because the the bid failed, and because obviously with all Rona all that stuff, everything's been discombobulated, and it's mainly about the fact that their timeline of the way, of the of the the deal took much longer than they were willing to wait. And the salary of people, from my understanding, they they don't try as patient people. Let's just say it's just that they um, what what really came down to is that they they were increasingly worried that they will fail the owners and directors test oh, for true. the Premier League. Oh, and there's no point waiting around if yeah. you're not sure if you're going to buy another club. Yeah, they, yeah they, were, they were buying another club. You know, and also, to be fair, I think Newcastle will, will in the end get better owners because this COVID crisis has hit Saudi Arabia in a way 
where the economy is shrinking. It shrunk by like 6.8%. And, you know, oil prices Resident have gone down. Economist. Ah. Oil prices have gone down. You know, when you're buying your petrol, you know, it used to be 112. You know, something I've seen at one pound. So, you know, that's yeah. affecting them Saudi, true, man. True, it's affecting them Saudi, man. And indirectly so, affected Newcastle. But what finally I would say, yeah, the Crown Prince Bin Salman is 30 times richer than Roman Abramovich. Now, crazy that is. You're telling me that. Crazy. We'll be getting the next hazard. But then again, Roman Abramovich, he doesn't, he falsifies his accounts. He's, he's richer than he claims. Uh, uh, who told you that? He's, he, 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 your Roman's accountant. He falsifies his accounts. <laughs> well, in my opinion. He's Roman's accountant. He's just my fault. He falsifies his accounts. If you want to know stuff about Roman, you've got his accountant here. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we move on to something similar. Okay. Oh, yeah. Manchester got... City, the FFP, the way they do the DAP. Uh, two year ban what's your thoughts when, when, when I see Man City bringing how many lawyers did they bring up they brought all the boys up they brought all the there's boys. no way they were losing that um, what I think financial fair play is a farce of course it's a joke it's a joke um, I think it's just to keep the big boys on top yep um, Man City how Man City got away it's a joke you know they didn't say they found no evidence against them they said they found insufficient Substant- yeah. um, conclusive evidence so there is something that Man City are doing you know yeah, but why can't FIFA find that you're so incompetent no, I tell you, I you're tell so you. incompetent because FIFA's corrupt and you know the, the information the evidence got almost like it got buried but if you because I've done a dissertation on this and so yeah if you read the Spiegel papers which are attached to the bottom of this on the description and I implore you guys to read it to you know enhance your knowledge base which is very 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 important on this case specifically but there's a lot of collusion between UEFA, Man City, you see the president give uh, Fentina the ball guy, he said, mm. drag out the balls from the Champions League. Mm. Apparently, um, you know, allegedly, I'm gonna say put it there, he um, was colluding with them, trying to give find ways for them to avoid any bans. And those emails sent between across between him and Man City's um, stakeholders. So you're saying that due to the collusion, there was no way they were gonna Due to the collusion, it was in UEFA's best interest to let this go away. I mean, maybe they tried to put front and let go to Casper. If, it were, if, if they tried to progress this, like you said with the lawyers, like Man City would just go to court, from court to court to court to court. So eventually, you don't think the two-year ban would have ever, ever happened? I think I thought maybe it has a chance of one-year ban, but I'm not shocked at all that nothing's happened. Do you know that two-year ban would have put City in a disastrous place? Like, imagine that. Like, they would have lost that on UCL prize money, and that's yeah. like estimated between 150 million. 150 million. Uh, and then there was talk about Pep and KDB even leaving. Sterling, yeah. Uh, Sterling and all that leaving what that would have that would have broken that team apart. And it would have broken it up for, for the short term. They would have probably bounced back, but you know what I mean. But I'm I'm happy now. I like I like seeing Pep in the Premier League. Oh, well, I like that seeing KDB in the Premier League. I like seeing Raheem Sterling in the Premier League. I was fortunate Silva's gone, top five CM. Um, Never. Not in this not today, not tomorrow, and not the day to uh, Aguero is gonna be gone as well, top um, five striker Prem. You know what I mean? Um, was going to go on soon but anyways but he would have gone, gone earlier um, other players that I thought might have gone um, you know I, I like City in the league I like City City they play good football Pep's a great manager you know I like them in the I league. want City to succeed you know just because of the way they play football but I don't like the way the clubs run um, yeah. I wish teams that are run uh, more efficiently would, like would be successful yeah. no no I don't well, like Arsenal, the way Arsenal always compare uh, my laws I, 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 I don't know who I don't even know what that team is so I don't uh, why are you speaking to Arsenal no, uh, FA Cup champions woo yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever man are you, are you excited the FA Cup champions they smacked Chelsea what is the FA Cup that's like that's just the grade up on the Mickey Mouse Cup FA Cup Carlin Cup Mickey Mouse Cup I don't care about it if you're not the champs on the Prem I'm not really trying to hear it, trying to hear it too tough. I'm not, I mean, I even hear Europa because you can get to the Champions nah, League. Nah, yeah, yeah. I hear Europe purely because it allows you to get Champions League. 
Europe on its own. So, so I'm actually pulling for Wolves. I want Wolves to. Yeah, Europe on its own. Europe on its own is for teams like Wolves, Everton, your Sheffield, those sort of teams. But they're also are coming are coming to the standards. So you let's, know. let's let's talk about the Champions League. Let's have a little quick rundown of those games yeah. before we go into um, other things in our Arsenal and uh, yeah. Sancho. Um, also Bamiang as well. Did you? Um, let's see. Uh, okay, let's talk about. Leon and Juve. What was the fallout from that game being sorry gone? Of course. Uh, what did you think about that fixture and in general? Well, um, the referee made two horrendous decisions and obviously gave um, an opportunity for Leon to get away goal for a penalty that shouldn't have happened. And even though Ronaldo came out and scored two goals, it wasn't enough. And that's especially, well, you could say the first leg as well, Juventus didn't do enough. They shouldn't lose one nil to Leon, even away, but they could have recovered if the referee made simple decisions which he got wrong and it, 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 it pisses me off because you have VAR check the screen you can check these things I don't know See, I like, still, I like, I like still got humans involved in yeah, VAR I like VAR's concept but the people behind are just nuts VAR is not FIFA it's They're not nuts. like one set of rules yeah, nuts. It's, it's not one set of rules they have their human discretion and it's just They're, they're nuts. a joke but yeah my takeaway my takeaway is that what CR7 scored, has scored 1.5% of all Champions League goals uh, the pie scored. He's the second Dutchman to score in six straight um, UCL appearances. Top player. And what was so funny? The odds were really stacked against Leon. They hadn't won eleven knockout games, away games, and Juve still managed to lose. You know, Sari is a. I do Do you know what I like about Sari? He's just a great loser. He he just loves to lose, and I, I don't know why Juve got him exactly. in the first place. It's only he only won his first cup because he faced the best team to play your first cup against Arsenal. Yeah. And before then, he hadn't won a cup in his professional career, so. Is I what mean, it is. Sorry, when you went and signed him, I was like, you're not winning that Champions League. That's when it says 1996, is it? It's a generation. You were, you were a baby. You were just a, a wee baby little baby. You were walking. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. Like, God. Like, I don't know why they signed this guy. This guy doesn't do anything. Sorry. What is his credentials? Like, when I asked to sign Eli Emery, these guys don't have no credentials. Just they have no it. talent. It's because they can do good presentation. Like, yeah. you know, PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint, that's it. Oh, you can just do this pressing. And when they come there, they're not doing any of the they're things. They're good they in say. theory, yeah, but in practice, they're not good. Then let's talk uh, buying Chelsea. Uh, I don't even know where we're going to spend time with. 7 1. Chelsea went there to get their bum seat. <laughs> they played their young boys. Chelsea got that serious. They played their young boys there. There was I, there was no positives for Chelsea. No, you know, Actually, the positive is Chelsea know not to play Abraham again. Should, that should be Damn. his last game. Damn. And now they should go and get defensive reinforcements. That's what they should do. Chelsea, they got clear out. Go and get the defensive reinforcements as soon as possible. Yeah. They need a centre-back, a left-back. Right. No, they've got, they got Reece James. Yeah. Centre-back and a left-back. And a goalkeeper. Kepa. Ariza Balaka. Kepa. Most Where expensive keeper of all time. That's more expensive than Oliver Kahn, that's more expensive than Ike Casillas, then Buffon, then Neuer, then De Gea, all these guys. Epo was just a man standing. Schumacher? He was just a man standing in a goal. Tafara, the all these guys. <laughs> he was just a man standing in the goal. He's more expensive. Oh, never get his start on that guy. Hey, well, yeah, like, I. And then. Kanazar, oh my god, <laughs> oh, you get me mad on this guy. City and Madrid. Um, I was impressed with Stone. I was impressed with Gabby Jesus. Stone? Sterling. Oh, goodness. I was in imp- I was unimpressed mm-hmm. with Iran. What was yeah. he doing? World Cup winner. Regardless of Ramos is there or not, you want to work up right Ramos. You're doing that Higgy Haga, you can't head the ball back properly, you're dilly dally in the box, you let Sterling take the ball off you. Maybe feels La Liga. Because in La Liga you missed those chances. In fact they maybe they would have got a pen even if it's it was. So I say Ramos' defence, I don't know. To be honest, they close out the League One if anyone, but Ramos' defence 
as a whole, they make mistakes. Ramos involved, and they usually get away with it. And guys get onto me because I, I scrutinize Ramos because you know he's a world class defender. So you put a young post on. Uh, I mean, I was saying when you watch him play, watch what he does. They make a lot of mistakes. He got a world record for red cards and yellow cards. He's a, there's a reason he wasn't playing that game because yet mm. again he got suspended. But yet these guys, you know, some people keep telling me, told me he's a great defender. We're <laughs> never gonna have this discussion. Right? I don't. If I'm a young baller, do not watch Ramos tape. That's what I'm telling you. And what I would say, I would admit, Ramos is a world class player. He's a winner. He's a world winner. class winner. He's got good intangibles. But he's a leader. He's, in fact, he's the best winner in modern football. Yeah, he's, he's on winning teams. He wrote, you know, cajoles people. You know, he's a man's man crush. I can see. You know, he's a, he's a cool guy. He's stylish. He's, he's the guy. I Let's can see talk, that. I don't want to talk about guy that one player. Let's talk about Sterling. The question I have for you is Sterling world class. Keep this brief. I know you want to go on a soliloquy about it. Is he world class? I, I, sometimes I say yes, I say no. I, I would say just about. I'll just about. I'll give him uh, that. Okay. But I need to see more for England, though. Okay. Yeah. What about I, you? I've heard that. I've heard that more for England. I think. I think maybe you can say Sterling is world class now. But I mean, I, I, I'm. T- I'm talking about world class in comparison to players that are playing now. Sterling is world class. If I was going to say back on the historical level. Sterling is just a, he's a good a I mean, player. maybe his style is not as impressive because he scores a lot of tap-ins but he's improved his shot you know he's mm. more consistent I seem to see him be more creative as, as I said when people used to pay him in their 10 I was a bit confused but he's not creative like that he's a good runner off the ball when he he's, his movement off the ball is, a, is exceptional that's why I like that's why I like Thomas Muller yeah something like that <laughs> uh, Barca Napoli um, my takeaway was that, that's the worst Barca team I've seen in my time yeah they need a lot of renovation Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know when you've got a guy called Messi um, you yeah. can do great things um, yeah Messi played well he did his first goal his goal and he won the penalty that goal it just takes your breath away off balance a little shimmy then left foot he's shooting off balance he's about to fall to the ground his little centre of gravity is just amazing and then um, and then there's people out here that will compare him to Pele if Pele <laughs> fell down he's not getting up I'm only get onto that one because that's a topic for a different day. But when we do have that topic, we'll be very heated, very um, into much detail. I just hope guys come prepared because I've been prepared since the age of ten, and I'm 22, 22, 23. Man, he had a he had a sad. Childhood. I've been prepared for I've been prepared for he most had a sad weeks. Childhood if he was watching I, I know Pele, certain guys are not prepared for that conversation. Hey, Pele was played in black and white. This is the TV okay. that Melo's Melo was watching. See, I did the research. Who's the, the story. TV? Melo's watching. I did the research. I black and white Melo. I watch the documents, I watch the video footage. You watch the documents? I read the articles, I do all this stuff. Guys don't do this stuff, they just go off YouTube and Twitter, other stuff like that. Even though we're giving you know, the real talk, but other guys just go off crap. But that's a story for a different day. Yeah, let's talk about, uh, to end this pod, and let's talk about this in depth. We're talking about transfer news. And in particular, when we're talking about transfer news, let's talk about what Arsenal have done. Arsenal in able to get players like William. William is not worth sucking one stuff, let alone 55 stuff. Arsenal are mugs, they're mugs. They make the players take a 12.5% pay cut so they can avoid all the stuff. But, you know, we're sucking 55 stuff, uh, 55 of our almost 595 stuff, so almost 10%. We're sucking Francis Caggio, who football manager guys know, he's a serious scout. 2020 judging player potential judging player ability you know he's scout players like Fabio guys mm. to Bellerin other guys like that he's our, he's our leading international scout I mean even though Arsenal signed some bad players I don't think it's on him He's he knows his stuff but mm. Arsenal sacking him you know the club is just a poor run club just break I, the club I, I, break I, it up break Arsenal <laughs> burn him to the club break him up please this I, is the Liverpool break him up start again fresh I think what's happened to Arsenal is they've they've gone to a more agent led approach yes Um. so you know there's 
Dakia Jabirach and he's like, all these players are linked to them. If you see play, when you see Coutinho and Hammers linked to them, no one actually wants those kind of players. The reason they're linked is because the agents are there. I'll take Coutinho. I'll take Coutinho. Yeah, Coutinho. Yeah, but it's just, that's good. Arsenal have reached rock bottom. You take anyone. Arsenal's bag. Hammers, 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 Coutinho. You run my team. That's Arsenal's bag. We have to go and get guys who were once deemed as top quality slash world class players who are now seen as failures. We have to, you know, you know we what? have to. Um, which could we rebuild them? Yeah, I heard that. You know, I heard that. We have to rebuild them. Because you know, 2018 World Cup, he bought, so not too long ago. I don't know what's going on with him recently, but we have to rebuild those type when, of players. What I would even say about Arsenal, I read an article when they said that when Arsenal are calling for a player, the, the team size, they say Arsenal is so difficult. They're so hard to work with yeah, now. Cheap. This is not what we used to Rude be boys. like. I, boys I, I, I just don't see where Arsenal go, but well, I know we're linked to players like Danilo, Coutinho, and it's very unlikely we bring back Tobias. So where does Arsenal go? Uh, also, also on that note, we might we're likely to lose Maitland now and Martinez is uh, looking to get more first team. Yeah. But on the other side, from a financial aspect, the way Arsenal run their club with being self sustainable, all this sort of stuff, you know, surprised there's not been any cutbacks in the LA Rams, but Arsenal is cutting back. You're always cutting it back. But yeah, obviously the Rona situation has hindered Arsenal the most because we make for match day revenue alone. 96.4 million. That's the most in the Premier League, isn't it? Most in the Premier League, and it's just under a quarter of our um, percentage of total revenue, which is the highest percentage, the highest proportion of any club in the league. And there's even a stat before I heard a couple of years ago, I'm not sure if it's still current, that Arsenal made the most for match revenue, match revenue out of everyone in the world. So, And you lost that all because of COVID-19. And, and I said, what did I say at the beginning of the poll about COVID? What? Your company's about yeah, to yeah, fail. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. All it would do speed is up speed up the process. I'll tell you, Arsenal's gonna fail, like one, and like we sped that. up the process. I like, speed up the process, break up that club, start again. All we need is relegation now. A couple years outside of Europe, rebuild the club, everyone can drop the expectations. Do the Liverpool more. It might take us five, six years instead of Liverpool taking three or four. See, when you get American owners that don't know what they're doing, they will, they will put your team in the bin. Look, look at the examples. Look at it. Liverpool had American owners, they nearly destroyed that oh, club. Randy Lerner. He nearly destroyed Villa. They had to go and get the Chinese guy in, and the Chinese guy is, is trying to restore it. Awesome. But Sunderland as well. Look at Sunderland. They're in the abyss. <laughs> when you're in the abyss, when you're falling, you keep falling. You don't want to ever get in that. Like and it's it's yeah, dangerous. So. They just don't. They just think the uh, the football. They think the Premier League is a money making. But it's losses. There's a lot of losses. Once you fail to control the spiral, you just keep on spiraling out of control, and you end up in the pit. The bottom's pit. I mean, you get to a vicious cycle. It's hard to get out. Of. I mean, but with Arsenal's poor, you know, international scope and the the fact we've got that stadium in the Premier League, we're London based. I feel a couple of years, few years, and I feel also we might force Arsenal to change their their structure instead of this sustainable bullshit that we do. Like, because the owners got money, Arsenal got money, spend the money. Just, also talking uh, about the cash reserves, blah blah blah. But you don't want to, you want to be self sustainable. Arsenal are the only idiots that comply by FFP. They watch all the other clubs, you know. Um, miss um, what's it called? Snake around and FFP. Yeah, we're that the good boys. Nice guys finish last. There's a reason <laughs> nice guys finish last. Also, the nice guys you finish last all the time. It's my language. Uh, it's sad. It's very sad. You know. And then you got guys like Zaha cutting for moves. Huh? Oh. Why are you cutting for a move to ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 who wants to play here? 
Zaha, go and respect yourself. Go to a better club if you're going to do that. But I, in fact, Zaha, you're going to stay at Palace because you, you poor management, you know. Should have put a release clause in that contract. I heard he drives his Lambo around Koida. That's what he's been doing. That's what he wants to do. If you want to drive everyone Lambo around Koida, yeah. stay where you are. Zaha's going to come beef you because he's always beefing guys in the bitch. He'll come beef you. He can't beef me. He'll come beef you. Why is he going to beef you? you? I like his Lambo, but he can drive it. He doesn't want it. He'll, start, he'll catch you slipping in credit. He'll come beef you. Hey, we can talk about this. People, they don't have ambition. All you care about is money. I'm an ambition man. Hey, that's a good topic. Does Uber have ambition if he stays at Arsenal? Oh yeah, it's got. It's Besides, if he resigns Arsenal, is he ambitious? Does he have ambition? I told you this. These French-speaking dons that come to to London, they love it. They love London too. Ooh la la. Well, you see him in his Philip, when you see him in his Philip Pline and he's uh, what is his Lamborghini? Well, of course. Why would he want to leave? He's a king on the streets because of mugs like my day. He's king. He's <laughs> king on the street. Oh, why would you leave? Why would any of them leave? Why would Lacazette want to leave? Lacazette loves it. He loves it. It's so Me personally, if he stays, he lacks ambition because the guy hasn't been in Champions League for a while. He's a Champions League level baller. I can't call him world class until I see him playing that sort of football. You don't think he's world class? I can't call him. Don't be a comedian. This is a football class. He's just back in the Premier League. Obviously, he does well for his country, but I need to see Champions League football. I need to see him in Champions League football. He hasn't been in Champions League football for how many years? How many years? Three years? I don't know. I need to see him in Champions League football. I'm not. In the latter stages, I can't call him world class. Yeah, he puts a world class number, but I can't call him world class. Even mm. though he came up, he's come up big in the last few games in terms of scoring against um, Liverpool, I believe, the City, mm. and also um, the double against Liverpool. I think Laka. Oh, did he score? Laka, Laka, Nelson. I believe he scored. And Nelson's a libertine baller. We'll talk about that one another day. But, um, yeah. but even more to transfer window, go with the big one that's going to be the, the scandal. It's going to be the, the scandal of summer. Sancho, Mr. Mr. Sancho. The golden boy. Ooh. What are you saying? Apparently Dortmund have said um, that Zork guy there, whoever he is for them, I think he's... Dortmund, Dortmund are elite negotiators. They don't ever compromise on their price. price always and I don't know why Man United always do this. <laughs> maybe Man United have... What, maybe they've got short-term memory. I don't know what they're doing. Every single summer they have this saga. You're going to end up paying the money, so why waste the time? Well, maybe they want to put the money in the bank a little bit longer so they uh, can incur some interest. They want to but really, really they're wasting their time because all you're going to do is buy the player at the end. Yeah. You're wasting your time with Maguire last summer. The only time they haven't got their target was it Fabigas and Thiago one summer they were wasting Who's... time but no one wants to play on the Moines. Right. But right now, they have all the money there. Just buy Sancho. I mean, Sancho, whoever gets him could be a monumental shift. That guy's a great He's 20 years old. What do you he's mean, monumental shift? He's been at Dortmund. Dortmund's shifted. Dortmund are still losers. Sancho. Dortmund, they're that far behind. He replays with better players. That's not... Dortmund are not as far behind Bayern as you believe. They're not. They're not that far behind. If you look at the players they have, they got Haaland. Maybe he's a little bit compiled with what... Well, 75% of the player of Lewandowski. They have so much creativity in their midfield. They can come... They can you know, 25% is big, you know? 25% is small. <laughs> You're a finance guy. You should know numbers. You're coming to get 25% No, I'm telling you, but Haaland's got... The potential... The you're getting sacked if you're taking 25% lost. <laughs> I'm getting sacked. We'll get sacked. No, no. If you're talking no, I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Hey, tell him to get out of the pod. You're getting hey, sacked. I need a new member because this guy is he's been trying. What's he so? Haaland is scoring. Haaland's a goal. He's a he's, bags man. He's good. But he's a bags man. He's just 19. That's the only difference. What's Mr. Keeper? Um, the Swiss guy. What's his name? Uh, Berkey. Or, Berkey. Uh, is he not, even though Noya's the kind, he's not Noya. Noya, Noya and me. He's not Noya and me. I can, keep, I can keep as good as Neuer these days. In that Bayern team, I can keep as okay. good as Neuer in that. Who's as good as and Dortmund are playing in the same league, and Dortmund are just as good. Well, let's continue. Who's as good as Alfonso Davis in that defence? I like Rafa Gerrard. Rafa Hakimi was as good as him last year. Okay. Hakimi was... Is he as good as Kimmich? No. Who's as good as Alaba? Kimmich is a midfielder. He plays right as Alaba. Who's as good as Alaba? No, no one. 
Who's the girl that's rotating? Then they got like, maybe Hummels. Don't don't men have players? They just have young players. They're not that far behind them in that league. They Who's shouldn't be finishing nine or eight points behind them. Even Leipzig, they're not that far behind them. They're they, far, they, yeah. they just they just don't have winning mentality. It's not my fault. Sancho doesn't bring that to the team. So what does Man United think they're getting in Sancho? Sancho's not going to bring winning mentality to to United. He's just going to be another attacking option. Who dropped to the bench? Does Greenwood drop to the bench? Does Rashford drop to the bench? Does Marcel? They don't really need a person they've got through wingers, but it obviously will be improvement. They need to focus on defence. But Dortmund and Bayern, I mean, Dortmund, for them to win a chip in, in the Bundesliga, they have to be at their very, very best consistent all the time. Bayern, they have wiggle room. To play with, no, I, I believe Dortmund should just do much better. Wow. In fact, even when they lost against PSG, they should have done much better in that game. PSG is a good team, man. Come on, Neymar. PSG, Neymar, man. I, Neymar I, I actually Let me put this away, Joe. Yeah, I put. I give you. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you like? Uh, I give you a full pack of Mars bars. Yeah, that PSG. <laughs> PSG. PSG. Hey, PSG. Come PSG back. Are not being I'm not trying to hear that. Bet. Okay. Okay. What, what do you like? Um, we're, we're talking food. I'll get, dinner, I'll pay, bet, dinner, dinner bet, dinner bet. That's okay, I'll bet. pay you on Nando's. I know you like going to after hours. No, hey, no promotion. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no promotion, no promotion. <laughs> uh, I bet you that Atlanta take out PSG. Dinner bet. Oh, they think Bamford might be fit. I'm going to believe. Oh, I'm going to believe in a fit Neymar that they get the job done. So okay. we got some So what? Dinner bet, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, moving on. Nathan Ake signed by City. What's your thoughts on that, Josh? Two left-sided CBs. Left-footed CBs. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good addition. Yeah. Just provides more stability, but it's not. I don't really think that's the issue. See, they need another centre-back anyway, regardless of Ake. It doesn't matter, because if... What, what happens? Ake and Laporte gets injured. Who, who are they bringing in? Because I heard Eric Garcia, he's saying he wants to leave. That's a strange one. Um, they also got Ferran Torres. He's a, he's a he's a he's a winger, isn't he? Yeah. So is, is he what is he a replacement for? Oh, Sane is a Who's on Sane and Ganabi's level apart from um what's his name? Sancho. Hey, we moved on now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shut up. We got we got boys like Brant. My boy Brant and the sad. other Hazard. But yeah, they're talented, but his levels, man. Uh, but yeah, Ferran Torres, good talented, twenty year old uh, Valencia player. I heard I heard he was demanded. Who? <laughs> twenty year old man is demanded. Let me speak to the owner. Well, Eric Garcia said that. Yeah, no, Ferran Torres oh, wanted, wanted to speak to the owner. Well, see you Valencia. Valencia, he said he, he needs to be captain. He wants to be the highest player and he needs to speak to the owner. Who, is he, who does he think he is? Hey, I bet go wash those boots. Yeah, wash the boots. Go wash those boots, He's I not bet. put enough hard work in to speak to the owner. The owner will look at him and say, why are you in my office? <laughs> Get out of my face. He's a, he's a, he probably thinks he's a waiter. No, I don't want to hear about Ferran Torres. With that attitude, I'm not looking that he's going to be successful. At but that does speak one as Because Pep is not a man to take those kind of things lightly. Like or well, if you don't pay him, we'll send him. <laughs> we'll send him out. <laughs> but what I does speak one is about Valencia's Academy. It's great academy, Master Academy. Oh, that's not the name of the academy, but their stadium. But the academy is great. You've got guys like Juan Mata, mm-hmm. David Silva, um, obviously Ferran Torres now. Um, oh, I can't remember. I think Canazares came from there. Mm. You got they have a, a long lineage of producing. Good best Silva Villa. Yeah, no, Villa came from I believe it was Zaragoza. He came from oh, I was associated him as a Valencia man. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of people are associated with Valencia, but specifically Mata. There's Aymer as well. They didn't come from there. Um, but yeah, they played development is very, very mm-hmm. good. I mean, they made Otamendi look is like... Is that Jose, Jose Gaia, the left-back? Is he yeah, a, quality left-back. Is he quality Hey, Chelsea, back? hope you're listening. There's another left-back for you. There's Gaia there. Go sign him. Okay. Chelsea, Grimaldo, mm-hmm. Tellez. There's the guy that you need to be looking at. As for, uh, let's talk about Chelsea, actually. We're talking about Chelsea right now. In regard, I heard they're trying to sell off a third of their squad. 
what Chelsea have is, is it a basketball team they have a lot of rotation players you yeah. know when you do football manager and you're saying what what team status is this man yeah they have they have a lot of first teamers yeah. they have a lot of rotation and backup but there's no who's the key player who would you put in the key player Kante you just have Kante well, who else well Kante on paper is the best player but yeah Kante is the key player who else he's in and out of the squad maybe injury uh, Kante uh, maybe Kovacic because Kovacic was very good Kovacic is very good Whatever else, yeah, yeah. I, I like Rich James and Mason Mount, but they're young, so they can't be. I'm not cool. Yeah, we know we talk about Mount, but I just know Pulisic. How can I forget my guy Puli? Puli, yeah. Captain America. Wait, but, but I'll talk about this. This is this ability that people forget. It's availability. Yes. And Puli doesn't seem to have that much. So he's a very injury prone. He got pulled his hamstring at the end of the season. He was, he, he was missing for key parts of the season. Unless he sorts sort that out, I don't know where we can put him in this. Would you say Puli's better than Hazard? Because I've heard that talk at this age. Um, he can he can approximate Hazard and uh, yeah, eventually replace Apox- him. Do you know what Hazard, Prime Hazard was? I, I would say you get better numbers than Hazard. Maybe not better impacts, but you can approximate Hazard, yeah. Maybe you can change this. So, if you were Chelsea, uh, Chelsea in a Chelsea transfer game, who would you, what kind of players would you be looking at for for their key positions? I'll try to sign that Kulabali guy, even though he's maybe a bit of a red, but I'm still trying to you sign him. think Kulabali's a red? Maybe a bit, but he's still very good. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll sign him. Um, I'll try to sign I, because this is a part I don't want to say but you can't have too many of the same type of defenders then. <laughs> too many of the, too many of those rash men you want to play Koulibaly and, and Rudiger together you got, you got to get another guy you got to get another guy composed and um, no, that's not bad it's, you can still get both Napoli's mm-hmm. defenders um, Marquinhos he'll cost a pretty penny long he'll cost bears um, and then for right back no, right back is fine. Left back, we named the left back. Left back. Yeah. Then for goalkeepers, who's available? Are they gonna spend the money for all black? They give cap. They give try give cap to athletic. Because all we all, all we see these days is Chelsea linked to attacking players. Havertz is likely to be a Chelsea player by the by the end of this week. Maybe by next week, Havertz will look there. So I know there's a lot of talk that Chelsea's gonna be a first and attacking team, but. I'm not too sure. Yeah, they say championships are won on defence, you know what I mean? But what I would say finally, um, Alexis has gone to Inter Milan. Mm. Alexis' fall off has been mad. I know it's a funny stat that came out. Each touch of the ball we had at United cost them, guess how much? Per touch. I don't know. Guess it. 150k? Nah, it's lower than that. What? 90k? No, to add about three. 30k for one touch of the ball. Yeah, 30k per touch. Oh, That's how much God, why didn't you give me elite football talent so I could get that money? <laughs> 30k per touch yeah. of the ball. Sanchez. You so went, I say United, they must he went, to, he went to United to play the piano. Can you imagine? Man came there. And that's his most memorable moment, <laughs> to be honest. I can't remember anything else that's on Chelsea. That's what United did. They, they distort, have, you know, contributed to distorting the chance of my You know what United did? One time United's strategy was to buy everyone that was linked to City. And look, how, look what has happened to them. And they got, what's his name? They, they, they bought Fred like that. They got Maguire like that. They just buy everyone that's City. And they swap Sanchez from going to City. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how they would have turned out if they went there, but, you know, it's good. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Next week we're going to talk about NBA brackets. So make sure you tune in. We're going to be having a lot of visuals. Also talking about the Champions League predictions as well. And so and yeah. my favourites, Athletic Madrid. To also the top five that we mentioned in the first episode, top five CMs, which I believe David Silva just about squeaks into. But we'll, we'll talk about that in the next episode. I don't even think we're going to mention David Silva's name in the next episode. I mean, yeah, because he's not going to be in the top five discussion. Respect David Silva. And so Skulls as well. Skulls not making my list. <laughs> David Silva. You know what Skulls? Champions yeah. League, World Cup winner. Scores is Henderson. European Cup. Scores is Henderson with good publicity as well. That's what scores is. Scores what?
Schools is Henderson with um, Sky Sports backing. That's what schools is. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for listening. That's a wrap.